Hi guys, welcome back to the Reupload podcast. It is me, uh, Sam Fraser, and today we have a special guest, fresh out of Waverley College, fresh out of the studio, Gabriel Quenko Olzuso. Tell the world about yourself. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, look, um, it's been a crazy few weeks, I guess, for me particularly. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I, I produce music and I DJ under the name of Zuso. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, last few weeks have been really good. Um, got a few radio plays and been getting a lot of press attention. Clap it up, everybody. Clap it um, up. But yeah, I guess um, you'll find out what I've actually been doing behind the scenes because a lot's mm-hmm. been going on behind the scenes and I'll talk about it a bit in the mm-hmm. podcast. But um, yeah, a fellow Waverlyan as well. Yes, we're in yes, the same class, PE class. I remember in Year Twelve yes, as well. Those were the days. Yeah. Shout out, um, who, Rusty. We'll just R- say Rusty. Russell Crow. Russell Crow. Really good, really good guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a bit about me. Um, just yeah, like everyone else, just keeping on, keeping on. I guess. Yeah, mate. Fair yeah. enough. Firstly, if we're gonna start. I've never asked this. This is the one question I have not asked you. Right. Where the hell did Zusa come up from? What? How did you think? Give us yeah. the whole origin of Zuso. Well, it's actually not that like it's not that interesting to be honest. <laughs> well, mate, okay. I tell I mean, <laughs> I, I don't actually really know what it means, but you know, when I was coming up for it, I think like coming up with the name, um, I was brainstorming, you know, a list of artist names. I was I was looking at kind of what other artists had done and like yeah, yeah. You know, other artists that I look up to at mm-hmm. like, the time, like getting into electronic music. Mm-hmm. So, like, the likes of, I guess, Flume, um, you know, even, like, Avicii or someone mm-hmm. someone like that, you know, the, those names don't particularly mean anything, in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I think it was, like, a week where I was just, like, brainstorming and sketching names, and then all of a sudden I was in my room, and then Zuso just, like, naturally, mm-hmm. out of the blue, came mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And originally it was all, like, it was just Z-U-S-O, um, and it was all, like, lowercase. Mm-hmm. It didn't look as good, but then I, you know, changed it and, you know... When you have all caps on, like mm-hmm. ZUSO, it looks much, I guess, much more better. It looked kind of cool and unique. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it just kind of, yeah, like flew naturally, and yeah, yeah that was that was no, it. Cool. Uh, I, knew, I knew as soon as like that name came to my head, I was like, yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the name. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. It wasn't um any crazy story behind it, really. I don't. Yeah. Like, Mate, not everybody's crazy story. My 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 YouTube channel. Raise Entertainment. It's yeah. literally just my last name, but I cut off the thir- the F and the R on the yeah. end. I think I think That's names it. can be whatever you want them to be. Really, they don't no, have to be cool. a particular. Like, it flows well. Like they can be said. as outrageous as you want them. Yeah, to be fair. I mean, I mean, it's your thing, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Yeah. And when, and like, you know, thinking back, when was the f- when's the first time you like thought about DJing? Was this something you know out of birth? You're like, I'm gonna DJ. I'm gonna <laughs> DJ. Not not really out of birth. I yeah. mean, like, I've always um been involved with music uh-huh. i mean i used to play like you know the steadfords and stuff like that for piano uh-huh. like i'd always i, play, oh, I played the opera house like, oh did you i played piano yeah i nah, played piano dope. for a long time uh-huh. um maybe maybe not as much now because i'm more focusing on the electronics yeah, yeah yeah but when i kind of um you know really became obsessed with i just electronic music mm-hmm. and in general mm-hmm. um was probably it's interesting because I, I was in year five, right? This is in 2012. We're at the junior school. Day, the junior school days. Yeah, and I, was, I, I spoke about him before, and I, and I will talk about him. Obviously, I have a lot more influences and inspirations now, mm-hmm. but he was kind of like the main one was Flume, and his mm-hmm. and his first album came out, 
and it was in 2012. Jesus. And, um, and, you know, I was like 11. Or 10 years 10, ago, whatever, eh? whatever it Crazy, was. Eh? And, um, you know, this is when I was first started at Waverly in year five and I was getting the train to him from Oatly and all I was listening to was like his album on repeat. Mm-hmm. Like it was the only thing I was listening to. Oh, really? It was, okay. yeah. And then like, I was just like, so I was just so interested. I don't yeah, know yeah. why I was just like really interested in mm-hmm. just this kind of, because at that point of time, it was just such a new thing. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it now, like, like it's come so far. Yeah. But like, this was such a new kind of sound. It was just so interesting. Yeah, who listened, like, back then, who even listened to, like, dance music? Yeah, or, well, like, I think, um... Just beats and stuff. I think 2013 was a very big year yeah. for EDM yeah, yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, 2012, like, it was, it was still kind of big around then. But this was, like, I guess, it was away from the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, his album and his sound was away from this kind of mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, EDM or electronic stuff you mm-hmm. hear at a festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, this stuff... And I think he said it in a few interviews as well. Like, you know, when he made the album, it wasn't meant to be played at festivals and stuff. It yeah. was meant to be played for, you know, people listening on the train and bus, which is yeah. what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then I, yeah, I became, like, really, really interested. And then, like, I started to look up how he, you know, how he was doing it, mm-hmm, like, how mm-hmm. it was all being done. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I was young and I didn't really know, like, I, I watched some YouTube videos of, you know, him using the a, a program Ableton, which is yeah, yeah. what I use. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then like, I, I didn't really think of it that much, to be honest, then. I just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I thought it was really cool. And it wasn't until um, like year nine, actually. Oh, wow. That I got a keyboard for Christmas. Yeah, like, yeah. I got like a keyboard. And then um, I downloaded Ableton mm-hmm. live, like light, like the light version. Mm-hmm. And that, that shit's expensive, eh? Yeah, well, this is the free version. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that was when I um, really started to kind of dive inside how mm-hmm. all this stuff was happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, because I was at school, it was a bit hard at that point because, you know, you're focusing on school, you're focusing on all these other things. Mm-hmm. And then um, year 11 came about and I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to start DJing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Literally. Mate, like, I remember. I, just, like, I remember I just, seeing your... I think you invited me to the Facebook page or something. Yeah, and I was like... like and no. I was like, what is, what is Zuso? I, I didn't know what it was yeah. <laughs> when I first put it out. Well, I used to go... I used to be known as DJ Gabba. That was the first Yes, name. I remember. But, but it was interesting. GabbaCon. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was interesting because DJ Gabba was just yeah. kind of like... I guess a name because it was like the pressure of like, or just like people like, oh, DJ Gabba was like heaps funny at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zuso was always a thing. Like even before DJ Gabba came about, I came mm. up with Zuso when I was in like year nine when I got that. Yeah, keyboard, yeah, 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 yeah. But no one knew about it. Like no, no one knew about that, the name Zuso. And it wasn't until like I guess year twelve when eventually the name came out and mm. I started releasing music under that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what the goal, what the vision always was. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, and then like you know, obviously year twelve, I actually switched programs. I because Ableton was just like confusing me a lot. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's a very Bro, confusing I've seen software, it, it, mate. I don't get it. It's all and, and I didn't, you know, I was in the HSC. I didn't really have time to like you know learn the, obviously. the program. Yeah, yeah know, of course. Comprehensively, so I had to. I, I changed to FL Studio, which is like this other uh, like there's a, there's a thousand other. They're called Doors, like DAWs, and uh-huh. that's just basically uh, like what program you use yeah, to make yeah, music. Yeah. So uh, Ableton, yeah, there's Ableton, there's FL Studio, there's like Logic as well, yeah, like there's all these other ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I switched to FL Studio a bit and I made a few tracks on there, but um, I still wasn't really like 100%, you know, knew about how it all worked. Mm-hmm. Like I still knew I had to, it was a long way to learn mm-hmm. a lot more. Mm-hmm. 
And then after I finished school, I did a course. Um, these guys in Surrey Hills, they were really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically taught me the ins and outs of Ableton. So now, oh, now I like know it all. Right, like, not, not, I don't know it all. But yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I know a lot more. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things you never know, you never master for me and like oh, for no. anyone. Like you just, you just, cause you just, there's so many possibilities in terms Bro, of. Bro, there's so much to stuff. learn as well. Yeah. You're still so young in the game if you think about it. Yeah, what? like it's it's crazy, and then um yeah, two, but that was years. when like and I guess year five listening to that album that I still listen to yeah, now yeah. that was kind of that kicked off my interest in electronic music, mm. and then obviously I broadened my horizons by yeah, listening yeah. to other artists. Yeah, yeah, I still love different genres. I love hip hop as well. Like I mm. love all these other genres of music, mm. but um yeah, that's kind of how I guess how I slowly got into it. Yeah, mate, it's sick. And um, big one, how do you focus like when you're making a song? Like, what is, what is it? Are you, like, going in, I'm like, I'm going to make this song, for example. No. I'm going to go do this, like, and then first that, answer that one. And then also, how is it? How do you mentally focus and you're like, I'm going to sit here for three to six hours or however long. Or maybe that song you were telling me um, last week, you were telling me how a song sometimes you might do it that month and then six months later, you do it again. How are you able to focus back onto it and flick the switch and ready to go? And well, um, this is something that I've only... Um, really learned myself yeah in terms of just like the creative process in general yeah i can't go into a room and lock myself away like i like I, it happens when you're obviously in the in the zone yeah, and yeah. working on the track of course. but if say if i woke up today and i went down to my room like i'm gonna spend six hours making a song i'm gonna make a song yeah yeah you know for me anyway i know like some people that does work but for me anyway mm-hmm. that doesn't work at all mm-hmm. because you just run into creative blocks like mm-hmm. left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're sitting there, you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking properly. Mm-hmm. It's just absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. And and the whole point of this, like especially when you're making a piece of music, mm-hmm. is you need to be, I guess, not anxious like that, not stressed mm-hmm. out that you got to get this done, um, and, mm-hmm. and kind of just let it flow in a way. So wh- when I when I make music, I guess what what I do is. The my ideas come up at the most randomest of times. Yeah, yeah. I might be like in the gym or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd come up with an idea. Mm-hmm. Like for one of my tracks that um I just finished, like I just got the final master back a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I I literally like I I trained at the gym and then I came upstairs and I just went straight into my studio because I was just feeling great. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Feeling like feeling like uh-huh. half my life. And then I went down and then I just like literally wrote these chords and then everything just happened so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if like once you, once you get in that kind of creative yeah. zone or that moment, you don't even have to um, spend six hours. All of a sudden you've got this like whole, almost half the, like half the track done in like the space of 40 yeah. minutes. It's just like sometimes it just can happen that quickly. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that like your emotions depend? Like oh, say, yeah, say you're happy, you're going to make a happy song. Say you're pissed off, you're going to make some fucking juice world type yeah. depressed song you know what I mean was even with like DJing and you know music producing oh, like yeah. what you do would you uh, say emotion, it affects the same emotion and feelings like a really big part of yeah. it like it's not um I, I like a time I, I find it really good to write or like come up with chords yeah. and just you know ideas uh-huh. which is only one part of the process of actually making a song yeah. which is like the creative process and it's probably only the really small process because the rest of it's just like mixing and it's just yeah. you know, like, like yeah but um, at night time, I find it really, really good to write uh-huh. like chords and mm-hmm. come up with like emotional, like emotions 
like emotional kind of chord progressions. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how I always start a song. Mm-hmm. I start with a chord progression. Mm-hmm. That's probably just because I, you know, I played the piano, even though I have no idea about music theory. Yeah, yeah. Like I just go off sound and just like... What sounds cool and stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So I, um, I usually start with a chord progression and at night, you know, it's different. Like it's, it's good making, like I'll notice, I've picked up on this myself. When I make mm. songs in the day, they're obviously a lot more kind of happy and... Um, Upbeat upbeat yeah, but at yeah. night it's kind of like not sad necessarily but it's more like i guess soulful you okay it, yeah like yeah, yeah I feel, kind of yep i feel you and that's just because of the vibe of nighttime if you look at like day and night i mean if you go into day night, and night yeah <laughs> not that song but like if you go in like if, when you go like it's nighttime obviously you, you yeah. kind of have that more oh, 100 feeling and then that's what i did especially for melt like gold Banger, like, banger! Everybody please listen to that. Yeah, a fucking it's out now. Such a good song. Um, like that one was the most interesting because that, that that's the first track I've written that's been like from start to finish. Like it was all my ideas. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. even use any samples. Oh really? It was just like all my wow. ideas. So when I um like came up with the idea, it was actually like I was just messing around with chords mm. and stuff and. Mm-hmm. It, it was a complete mess like my mix session like it was just a complete mess and i didn't really think too much of it and i said you know like this is shit i'm not going to look at it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i want to go try and start something else that's the other thing with music producers you like start an idea and then you like never you might you never actually finish that idea and then you start a new idea and then you keep starting new ideas and then yeah. you end up having like a thousand different projects that aren't finished yeah, yeah. So that, that's something that i've tried to cut down on as well and mm. just try and stick with my gut and stick with my yeah. Whatever that original thought process was, there's always, there's always something behind that. There's okay. a meaning that I came up with that idea. Yeah. But Melt Like Gold was... Um, yeah, how did that come across? How, yeah. did, how did that... Um, so, like, Melt Like Gold was... Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as, as I said, I was messing around yeah, and yeah. I thought it was shit. The idea mm-hmm. was shit and I didn't... And I shut it off. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at it. I didn't, I didn't open the project for, like, two months. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then lockdown hit. Mm-hmm. And I was just browsing through a bunch of my, you know, I guess unfinished projects. And I think an uh, interesting fact, I don't think anyone knows this, but Melt Like Gold was actually called Jewel. Oh, like, The original song was called Jewel. Okay. So the, the Melt Like Gold actually came about from um, like the vocal, when I got the vocal. Yeah, like, yeah, We tried yeah. to incorporate Jewel, mm-hmm. but it just didn't work. Did you write with that? What, 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 first, what was the guy's name again? Will. Oh, like his, his artist name yeah. is Kill Will. Kill Will, that's <laughs> yeah. right. And um, with him, did you write his lyrics or was that something he... Oh, like he, he it, did. it's kind of like a joint thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I, for lyrics, I, um, what I do is I write like a storyboard of like yeah. how I made the song and, and what it means. Yeah, and yeah. I send them over that and then they'll, we'll come up, they'll usually write lyrics and just yep. sketch some ideas over and they'll send it back to me and then I'll, because yep. this is online. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll like, so have you, have you met these guys? Recommend Did you like things. Zoom chat them or something? Or? No, like you can Zoom chat them. I've Zoom yeah. chat like before, but yeah. not, not with Will. Like it was yeah. just online. It was, it was like, cause he was actually touring in America. Oh time. really? Yeah. He said he was touring. So like he, he didn't have a lot of time. So, um, it was very delayed in terms of the vocal. So the vocal yeah. took forever to get. Oh really? So, but, um, back to the, like, we'll, we'll get yeah, to the yeah, vocal. Yeah, back yeah, to yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, the original, like yeah, side yeah. of me producing the track. Yeah. Go for it. it. And then I opened, um, I opened, Jewel. It was called Jewel, Melody yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I opened it um, two months later. Mm-hmm. And this is in lockdown. And, you know, it's amazing when you open a project that you haven't looked at for so long. Mm-hmm. Even like if you have a day break, if you're working on something and you hit a creative block, 
You just mm-hmm. walk away and then you come back the next day and then you pick up on something completely different. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing how the brain just picks up on Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, of course. But um I opened Melt Like Gold and there was just one particular um like I guess chord or sound that I had, mm-hmm. like sound design that thing that I did. Yeah, yeah. What, what it was was basically you hear this sound in the like breakdown of the track I think it's at like 2 minutes 13 or 2 minutes 14 yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 yep. and um I had I had like the original chord progression down mm-hmm. but and then I just it was kind of like and then I just had this sound there as well on like a different MIDI channel mm-hmm. and then um what it was was like we have this thing in, in Ableton or whatever it's like called a pregi- it's like a pre an appreciator a appreciator yep. it a makes it sounds good like like it's, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like you know and and I had that on the chord with this really cool really cool um synth sound mm-hmm. and and uh, when I when I listened to that I was like that that it was like it was so different and like cool mm-hmm. that I was like it was something that I've never really done before because I I I mean I, I guess you could talk all this song mainstream as well but I stick to a lot of like mainstream stuff you know what I what really wanted to do was to make something really different and unique yeah yeah and that sound was that yeah so um I tried building the song around that sound or like mm-hmm. around you know these chords and that appreciated synth mm-hmm. um in like the intro and it just wasn't working mm-hmm. but. I, I just, I guess, I guess I just persisted with it. I moved it down further down the track and then I just kind of, that's what I mean when talking about the creative process, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I just was just doing and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and when you just do, like it's amazing, it, it, you get stuck in this kind of um, rhythm or this yeah, like, yeah, yeah. bubble that yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. even matters and you're just, uh-huh. you're just like sitting there and you're just not, the thought of, the thoughts of like, I need to get this song done, I need to make this song, that's not there. Your, your mind's just you're just kind of present in this moment like yep. in this music that you're creating mm-hmm. and then I wrote and, and it was this song was heavily inspired by Rufus's Inner Bloom as well oh yeah I at think the I time which song. I was listening to a lot he's coming here or something right they're touring um, I think at the end of the year opening act know. give us the opening yeah, act Zeus in the opening act supporting act supporting act I'd be mad but um, go on it was and then that's why I was I was experimenting with similar sounds that they yeah, were yeah. using and, yeah, I, yeah. and and what you do is um so sound designing is my favorite part of it yeah um so usually what you do is you know you create a chord so I've, I've got my chord progression down pat for this and yep. then um what what you do is you kind of um you kind of build upon that so I just start with a normal piano with the chords and then um and you build upon that, you add some more pads, you add some mm-hmm. more like sounds like that, some more textures and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then um, and then what you do is you add a sound to those chords. So that's kind of how it works. So yep. you've got to apply a sound. In Ableton, the way it works is you have your chords, yep. but like, you know, you have a chord, but there's no sound coming out because you've got to actually apply or sound design a particular sound and, and apply that to the chords yep. or lead or melody or whatever you've written. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have this synth called Serum. There's like mm-hmm. a, there's a thousand other synths. You can download them. They're called third. They're called plugins because you get yeah, yeah. them from third parties. Yep. So you download them off online. And then I downloaded them, and then on top of that, you've got these things called presets, which is mm-hmm. like what you buy or what you download. You can also download them online, which is like different sounds that other people have made mm-hmm. on those synth plugins mm-hmm. yeah, that yep. you can then go online and download, and then you can then upload them into your plugin, yep. Serum, for instance, yeah, yep. and then apply that sound to your whatever chord mm-hmm. or melody you've just written. Yep. 
So it's I was a lot of stuff. It yeah, is a lot of stuff. So I was um so I was yeah looking heavily um obviously inspired by that track in yeah, Bloom, yeah. and I was heavily um like looking online for different sounds and it was really hard and you just keep keep looking you just keep yep. researching and eventually I found this really cool serum pack that I downloaded. And, and that's just not to say, like, even when you download those presets, you can still edit that sound. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you visually see, like, the waveform of the, of the synth. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So there's, yeah. like, different things. So, like, a synthesizer, you've got, like, square waves and, mm. like, triangle waves. There's, like, sine waves. Like, I don't really know how to explain it to yeah, you. Yeah, no, no. To it, but it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's all these different things that go yeah. behind it. And you can kind of um, alter, like, the attack, the, like, sustain, which is, like, how long the sound yeah, yeah, yeah. stand out. And you'll notice like a lot of paddy types of sound, mm-hmm. particularly like with Rufus or like, you know, in a bloom, like there's lots of pads and mm-hmm. kind of ambient pads. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of sustain on them because it's kind of this more free flowing, you know, effect. It gives mm-hmm. more texture in mm-hmm. the song. Yep. And eventually I found a really cool sound and then I applied that to my first chord and then built upon that. And then I kind of just like worked on the song from the intro to um, the verse and then obviously the chorus and yep. I worked on that it was interesting because when I was looking that's what I mean when, when you're in this creative zone you come up with such random ideas like random thoughts yeah, yeah, yeah. I had an idea and I it's in the that. track you, yeah. won't, you probably you, if you listen to it now you might notice but in yeah. the intro I have like a candle burning as an FX and really? it's, it's like it's recording so I had this idea. Now I want to listen to this. And I looked it up um, and I downloaded it because I think in Inner Bloom they had a similar sound or something like that. It's kind of like this crackle. Um, and it's like a. Um, For the people, should we, should we play it? Okay. Yeah, if you want to have a. You can't really hear. I see the. You can kind of hear the effects. It's kind of like a breathing and like a yeah, crackle. Yeah. It's dope. It, it's yeah. that's it. Kind of here in the background. It's only, it's only really in the intro. But um, that was basically me. That's sick, mate. I went on YouTube like... and downloaded. Did you start burning? <laughs> like it was like it was like it was like it was like a um. That's unreal. On YouTube, it was like a burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piece of paper. Or yeah, 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 or something. yeah. And then you can hear the crack, and it's like, and then it's yeah. like, and then and then I think I got someone like shivering, like a sound effect of someone oh, really? shivering, like. Yeah, yeah. And then, like I. I added that in as, as the FX, and that, that was just really cool in the intro because that went with all the it's creative. sounds it's that were being very used. creative. That was just a random idea that came in my head. But it works. It flows so well. So, so that's what I mean when, when you put too much pressure on yourself to, I'm going to make yeah, yeah, of Those ideas don't come. Yeah, yeah. Those ideas, is that when an idea naturally comes like that, you go, okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to go mm-hmm. grab that. Anyway, yeah. And then I worked on the song. Um, eventually, I think I just added um, from that point onwards from the intro, I got to the verse, and then I just added, you know, obviously you have the same sounds continuing on. And then I just added like a little, like a little piano um, kind of melody, which you, you'll hear also. Yeah, in the verse. Yeah. Like, dun, dun, like it's just really simple. Yeah, yeah. And then I and then I worked from from there, and then obviously worked to the chorus, and then um, I you know I worked on the track from there, and then the the sound that I originally spoke about before of like the appreciated synth or whatever that, that you hear in the breakdown section that I'd completely forgotten about at this point because I like it, it wasn't in the track. I dragged, I dragged that sound all the way down, just further down my mix because I just, you know, I really liked the idea, but I just couldn't really incorporate it. It wasn't really working in the intro or the verse mm-hmm. and chorus. Yeah. 
So I just like chucked it down my mix. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you're looking at GarageBand, you have a sampler or a sound there, you've just dragged it all the way down because, you know, I, I like the idea, but yeah, I just yeah. left it down. I've silenced yeah. the track, whatever. I might just chuck it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, I, so I've worked on this intro, the verse, the chorus, and it's, and it's all played. Yeah, yeah. And then that, song, that sound that you I completely forgot about yeah, yeah. was the only thing that played in yeah. the breakdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like the fucking sickest thing ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't even intend to put it there. Like, I, 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 I just put it there because I really wanted to have that sound yeah, in, yeah. in my intro. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't have it in the intro because it wasn't working. So mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, thinking I'm probably not even going to need use this sound. It's really cool, but I'm probably gonna, not even going to use this sound. And yeah, then, it's just how it goes. And then that just play in the um, breakdown section. It was like so cool. Oh yeah, it and I was like, and then as soon as that played, that was like the concrete like bang. This this is a song that's going to be, I guess really good for me in like in really different and like i knew it was going to be a good song are you all about like say re- releasing the song for you or the people like what are you, are you like you, do you want to fall you, you know for example you know like artists for example they'll make a song oh yeah this would go well you know what i mean or you just all about you know what i love this song i want to release what i what i like yeah i guess like that i still had concerns yeah. about it because it was i guess something that i've um, first thing I've done before in terms of just like not using any samples and like well like I use a lot I used to, well, I used to use like a lot of samples yeah, yeah. like all my own ideas mm-hmm. um, so I guess you know, like a combination of both I mean yeah. I'm, I'm putting the song out there because I obviously think you know I've worked hard and I obviously yeah. like it turned out great so back into like you know um, you know making uh, Melt Like Gold um, what was like your big like so you talked about how creative you were. Yeah. What is something like the average fan or the average person, you know, wouldn't know about how you made Melt Like Gold? Well, as I, as I, as I spoke about as yeah. well, like it's like heavily involves emotions and yeah, all yeah. that type of stuff. But when, when I actually properly flat out, you know, mm-hmm. finished producing the track mm-hmm. during lockdown. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's back to the, you know, when it was called Jules. So my yeah. original like vision and idea was like, you know, this this jewel or particular thing that you've got was like something you found on another planet. It was yeah, kind yeah. of like a you know like a cool jewel. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the whole I guess kind of idea centered around the track about kind of you know because lockdown was fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, as we all fucking yeah. Like, so the whole point of the track was like to me you know kind of escaping to another world and being on this kind of like you know amazing wavelength of just you know being i guess because i like i like, love space and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. as well so yeah. like i was i was heavily inspired by that it was just kind of like a sense trying to give the audience like a sense of escapism yeah, as well, yeah. like kind of escape from all this uh-huh. shit and um I, like a sense of euphoria as well and yeah. stuff like that so um i guess that was kind of the main the main focus for me yeah. making the track and the main feeling that i was feeling and those were the types of sound that i was sounds that i felt best displayed that that's the, that's those that's what I was using in the yeah. song when I was mm-hmm. making it. So yeah. Would you say like when you're making a song, do you like, obviously you want to tell your story, but mm-hmm. is there say, for example, like with movies, you know, they have the video, they have the movie and then they go create a song. Do you have like a picture, for example, or something you obviously just mentioned then, but is this something you do quite often say for your, your next song that's come out, come out? Visualize. Would you say, okay, I thought of a person, I drew, there was a picture of a person sitting down near a lake, for example, whatever you're thinking. Is there a certain like, picture you have in your head and then you're like okay yeah how would that person what would that what a song like yeah, that well, or like, what like, that person thinking you know what i mean like i have a picture or like a story yeah. or i'm in a particular yeah. place and then i try and put that into sound yeah yeah 
<laughs> like that's what it, that's it is. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. But it, it's very it can be very hard sometimes. Yeah. Like it's that's basically what it is. And would you ever? And, and that also comes me. with the same with emotions. Yeah, and yeah, feelings, yeah, yeah. Would you ever make a song for like a movie or like a short or a TV show or? Yeah. Something like that. Definitely. Yeah. Like you, you get good money for that. Oh, like, you get you unreal can. money, yeah. mate. When I make a movie, I got you. You can even, you can <laughs> even have maybe like melt like gold in there. Like you can have a few. I feel oh, like a few of my tracks might be. They do. That, but yeah. And what about like um, music videos and stuff? Have you? Yeah, have well, like my visualizer for Mel Like Gold, I, the one on Spotify School, the yeah, little Spotify Play thing. Yeah, well, that's a that's a canvas design. Yeah. But, yeah. but I've also got like a um, like my visualizer that I had was I, I knew right from the start exactly what visualizer I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you actually could go on YouTube or type up Zuso Mel Like Gold. <laughs> Sorry, guys, my brother just walked in. <laughs> Um, I think we'll um, go on. Yeah, I think if you actually go on YouTube and type up Zuso Melo Gold, yeah. um, I think there's like well, I have another video of this other YouTube channel that uploaded it, but there's also. Did they, make, did they own, steal your stuff? No, I submitted to them. Oh, okay, I was going to say. <laughs> um, but they, um, there's also like my other one of the yeah. visualizer. It's like a series of lava lamps, if you watch yeah, it. It's yeah, kind yeah. of like this really cool yeah, no, it's like cool. stuff from, looks like it's like this stuff from another world. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it was exactly what I wanted, and I actually mm. got some guy off Fiverr to do oh, it for me. Fiverr and it happened real so website. it happened so quickly mm -hmm. because I originally was never going to get a visualizer for it. I mean, yeah. I always wanted a visualizer. Yeah, yeah. At the point in time and what I was doing in terms of promoting yeah, it, yeah. I didn't really have time to go and get a visualizer. And mm. Then I just inquired into this dude yeah, on Fiverr, and then he just got back to me, and he just basically made it, mm -hmm. and it was like amazing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, no. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you go like obviously you Spotify streams and stuff? That is that. What is actually the main thing you focus um critically? Not critically, um, what's the word? Analytically. 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 Yeah. Um, well, obviously, when you upload a song, yeah, you yeah. have this thing on Spotify called Spotify for Artists. Yeah. And that's. We have that for podcasts. So yeah. And that's basically where you go on and you analyze um, your audience's age, yeah. your audience's yeah, 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 gender, yeah, your yeah, audience's yeah. location, mm -hmm. what playlists you're being added to. Mm -hmm all these types of things so i guess that's good in terms of i guess what age group you're targeting yeah what audience just to examine your audience mm -hmm. and just like see what playlists and stuff you're being added to and what similar mm -hmm. artists they're listening to what's the craziest place that create me craziest oldest person youngest person and then the craziest place that your song has been played not crazy just some of you wouldn't expect place. it some of you wouldn't expect it you know what i mean um actually i think like before Melt Like Gold came out, my number one or it was like top three listening country was Kiev in the what Ukraine. The, what I have the, no idea that's why. That's so random. They must just love me over there. <laughs> they do, mate. Yeah. You need to fly over and do it. I'm going to go to Europe. Do it. Kiev. Someone, someone book my boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, Kiev, yeah. I guess. Uh, sometimes I see like like the 60 plus age group. It's really? Like, it's like a 1%. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's listening to 65. Man, that's weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that would be it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, with Melt Like Gold, firstly, talk, we were talking about um, last week, we had a chat uh, mm. with us a soccer event on. Um, shout out to Alex Bayes, great soccer event. Once again, yeah. we've got, I'm going to get him on the podcast next yeah. time. And um, back, to, back to you. Um, we spoke about this big marketing plan and how yeah. this is a, you know, is a big process and it's something that you know, the average person wouldn't know. Not even the average person, most people wouldn't know this process. Mm. You can explain like what this marketing plan was specifically yeah. for Melt Like Gold. Yeah, okay. So, 
making or like producing music is only twenty mm. percent of yeah. the actual work. In mm-hmm. terms of the rest is you know releasing it and doing all like you know all the marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is the first time that I've ever done something like this for my own piece of music, mm-hmm. and I, I was lucky enough. I was doing a course that like the first in its kind that taught me all of this yeah, at yeah. the time I was promoting Mel Like God. Yeah, yeah. Um, but previously, I've just kind of gone, finished a song, and uploaded it, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you can't do no. that. Like, so Melt Like Gold was finished four months in advance till actual release day. So four months, and then from the four months it was done, and then you know once I got the vocal and everything, that's yeah. when you start to think about okay, what am I gonna like? What's the plan going into this? And usually, I said twelve weeks. It can be like 12, I think 10 weeks is where I properly start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you develop a, um, a release plan. Mm-hmm. And this release plan is basically a bunch of dates and, and, and how you're going to tackle going into, the, going into the release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously there's things like um, you want to have your um, artwork done. You want to have your artwork done. Mm-hmm. You want to have all somewhere within there you want to have all your press shots done all your mm-hmm. photos done yeah, yeah you want to develop all your contacts which is just through like thorough research you just keep researching and looking up what blogs like what writers mm-hmm. adding them into like an excel spreadsheet you've just got all these lists of writers yeah, yeah. um what youtube channels same with spotify playlists mm-hmm. um and basically all the things like what your budget like you got to set your you got to set a budget yeah, for yeah. the release in terms of, of how, like what you're going to spend how much you're going to spend on marketing mm-hmm. how much you're going to spend on the artwork mm-hmm. which I actually made myself on Canva so that was very oh, you made that yeah wow well, so it's not Canva's unreal yeah, Canva's, Canva's great. unreal mate um and like yeah you you got to factor in all these things and how you're kind of going to tackle it and then you know yeah. ten weeks from out from the release you got to look at you got to finalize your plan so that's mm-hmm. your release plan which include stuff like your budget yep. your artwork obviously your finished final mixed and mastered music um then you've also got stuff that's like your epk i'll get into an epk yeah it's called, it's called an electronic press kit mm-hmm. so an epk is what you send to industry people mm-hmm. and it basically is a the best representation of you and your brand mm-hmm. so like me for instance you know i'm, I'm a music uh, musical artist yeah, but, yeah. you know it's 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 a brand basically yeah, yeah, your yeah. brand yeah, yeah yeah and you and you and you kind of um in your EPK you talk about what you've achieved so far you talk about who you are mm-hmm. you have you know obviously lots of visuals to kind of evoke the feeling that you get from when you listen to like my music for instance yeah yeah, yeah. you've also got your upcoming music mm-hmm. and just like how you're gonna you know I guess display yourself to mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you control that and it's very very short like e- yep. EPK you don't have a lot of, it's not like just like a massive I guess PDF or a massive document yep. like yeah, you, yep. have, you have a lot of um, a lot of like it's very very kept to a minimum yeah but so like my my EPK I've got to update it but like my EPK coming into Metal Like Gold I think it was like four pages mm-hmm. um, obviously you use because blue is like a significant colour of my brand yeah yep. um, you have a lot of blue you have a lot of white you have a lot of those types of things and you've got to think about your brand colours and yeah, you got to try and, you know, to the best of your ability, um, explain to whoever's reading this who wants to know more about you mm-hmm. and, your, and your music, your upcoming music, whatever, like who you are and what you stand for in a way. That's yeah. basically, so that, that's a press kit. Yeah, so yeah. you send it out to, um, you know, industry contacts and stuff like that. So you want to have that in order. And then you also want to have, I guess, your social strategy in order, mm-hmm. which is, again, how you're going to, like, what are you on instagram or what do you want social media for you obviously want to drive traffic to your music you obviously want to get more people to listen to it yeah so you got to think of ways and what like and how to do that 
um, mm-hmm. and, you, and like then you got to think of that separately. You got also Big got to think process. about what content you're going to post. Mm-hmm. So like you know, for me, I've got like three pillars. You have three pillars for content. Obviously, you got music as the main core focus. Of course. Then you've got maybe like a cause or something that you mm-hmm. care about. Yeah, yeah. Then maybe just like something completely random, or maybe yeah. like a sport or like yeah. something. Yeah. Have you um. Have you thought about using like TikTok? Maybe like yeah, add d- it to definitely TikTok. That's like one of my goals. I need to get on TikTok. Well, I think you should do, and I've, I I think I've spoken to some about this before with TikTok. You should maybe do a challenge, for example. Maybe the your next song. I don't know. Maybe a viral dance or something. That could be cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, those are the type of types of things you want to get it as do. a sound. That's how. But you think of um, Ty. What's him? Ty Verides. He sings eight eight. Guy who sings A-OK. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's like that. Yeah. Anyways, he was all from TikTok. Yeah. And it's then now the, he's the, 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 the signed a fat TikTok's contract. The TikTok's algorithm is like crazy. It's, it's insane. It's bigger than Instagram. Oh, mate. Yeah, oh, Reels though. Have you been on Reels? I do. I've used you Reels. You should do yeah. use Reels. Reels are really good as well. But, um, but yeah, like that's all a part of your social strategy and oh, how yeah. you're going to tackle yeah, that. Yeah, and then this is all part of your, um, mm-hmm. you know, your release plan. And then, yeah. so you want to finalize all your release plan, finalize all your days, probably like 10 weeks out, eight weeks out. You want to um, submit, I'd, I'd say eight weeks or maybe six weeks out. You want to submit your song yeah. to Spotify. Oh, so, what, so the way this works, not just Spotify. So the way this works, we don't actually upload... I mean, you have, do you have a distributor for podcasts? Yeah, yeah, see, I yeah. do as well, yeah. It's the same with music. Yeah, yeah. So you don't, um, you don't actually just go on Spotify's like, website and just upload the song to Spotify. Wish you could. It would be so yeah, much it, easier. It would be. But then again, like, then, then you'd have to do that for every single... Oh, mate, it would be every single, ass, you know, so. ...distributor. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, distribution companies. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to use DistroKid for this release. Particularly, I use DistroWork, which is particularly in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Clubwork and... Um, Teamwork Records, they kind of made this distributing. There's like a brand new thing yeah, that came yeah. out towards the end of, or like it was last year it came out. Yeah. And they, I thought I'd give them a try. And basically you upload the song to them and then they send the song out to all the stores. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you fill out all the information about the song, like who wrote it, like blah, 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 all that. Mm-hmm. And then you um, send that off and they'll send that off to Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, mm-hmm. like every, everything basically. Mm-hmm. So they, they, do they yeah. do all that for you, which is good. Yeah, similar, yeah, similar podcasting, yeah. Yeah, but then, um, and then once that's done, once it um, is submitted, you want to try and submit the song at least a month in advance to release. Oh, wow. That, at least that a ahead. month. Oh, at my least God. A month. Wow. So for this one, I think it was a bit more than a month. And the reason Shit. why is because particularly with Spotify, yeah. when, when you've submitted the song, you... They send it saying, we've received your song, um, now it's time to pitch it to yep. Spotify curators. Yeah, yeah. So you, you submit a Spotify pitch. Yeah. And basically, you pitch your song to Spotify editors and you want to mm-hmm. do it and give them as much time because apparently, like they say so, that they listen, they listen to all these songs. Mm-hmm. So they actually listen to all the songs that come through. There's a team, oh, wow. Spotify Australia, like they're, like they're based in Sydney. They, yeah. there's, there's different curators and different people and editors that are assigned to particular genres of music yeah, yeah, okay, that yeah. receive all these submissions they listen yep. to them and then then from there onwards they might add come release day you might get added to a spotify playlist, playlist yep which is a thousand is, of them. is that like the big goal like uh, once you like yeah well, spotify? Well, that's how like that's how you would you want to try and best yeah, navigate spotify yeah, yeah. and um so you, you send a spotify for artist pitch at least mm-hmm. six weeks in advance mm-hmm. um and you know that includes basically what the song is and I've also messed up on this a number of times before. You go mm-hmm. like, you know, 
I wrote this song and blah, blah, blah. It's like so meaningful. It's about this. Like, no, you don't say that. They so just basically, don't care or? there's key terms and key words that you've got to use mm-hmm. in terms of like basically just lots of descriptive words yeah, 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 and, yeah, how yeah. You, and how you're describing the track. Yep. Like melt like gold and captures you on like a soulful kind of level. It evokes yeah. this sense of escapism, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You've got to use all those kind of key words uh-huh. and key terms uh-huh. that kind of... Um, fits into like a genre of music so for instance like i don't know whatever you call me soulful like yeah. indie dance or like whatever yeah, yeah whatever you want to call it and mm-hmm. um so yeah that once you do that you send that off to the pitch you pitch it to them um probably like you know six weeks in advance mm-hmm. and then once that's done six weeks leading up to release you've got your your like your media blast mm-hmm. like and this is where you just send like emails 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 mm-hmm. emails 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 so this is all the people that you've gone online and you've researched you've looked at um you know music blogs for instance like pile rat stony roads whatever it yeah, might yeah, be yeah, 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 yeah. in australia or the uk or the us whatever blogs you're looking at you look them up you see if they have a submit thing for music if they don't you look up the writer then you you know look up who the writer is you go on their instagram you just stalk them yeah. basically mm-hmm. and then you eventually you know get their contacts and you put that in your your whatever sheet uh-huh. and you have all these lists of people Ooh. and then you want to try and develop as much as you can you obviously develop more as you go but you just keep and then you send them emails emails and you keep sending them emails six weeks in before so you've got emails for music bloggers yeah which are like music blogs that you want to try and get on you've got emails for obviously youtube players as well you're pitching for youtube players that have lots of subscribers oh really yeah oh that's a thing so well. that's a good thing as well that's a mm-hmm. lot of how a lot of people blow up actually it's mm. a big one so like sometimes oh, wow. your song could just get added to a playlist or like a, a YouTube um, channel with uh, like a million subscribers. Yeah, yeah. And then like that's a huge that's a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then um, you've got Spotify playlists, mm-hmm. which is very important because come release day, you want to have all these Spotify playlists lined up. Yeah. That you want to at least have a fair few lined up that yeah. your song is going to get added to because that's obviously and, and you don't want to um you don't want these to be fake Spotify playlists so you want to pitch these to you like you want to pitch them, official Spotify yeah like players. individually you want to go and find these Spotify players and yeah. who's making these Spotify players and pitch them yourself uh, yeah, 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 yeah. which is what you do yeah but you can also pay for Spotify playlisting which isn't good like I wouldn't like yeah. I I know I've done it before I'm not gonna lie I've done it before yeah, yeah. but now I don't do it don't yeah. pay for Spotify plays because then you've got like bots and stuff like you just don't know and then you can actually get shut down oh really yeah oh, so fuck that. so now this is like organic you want to try and find as many organic spotify players as you possibly can and pitch mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. pitch as many as possible so when it comes to release day as soon as your song's live they add that to the spotify playlist yeah and then obviously that brings more traction to your page and to your song yeah and that also triggers the spotify algorithm more so there's like spotify editorial playlist which is the made which is made by the spotify, spotify teams, team yeah, yeah. Which is what i pitched for yep. like weeks in advance yep and there's a spotify algorithm which is like your discover weeklies yes your radios your like you know ones that you know if a song is getting enough attention spotify the algorithm will pick up on that and then and add your song it. will get added to yeah, that of course and the way that, that happens is obviously you get more plays yep organically you want to try and grow like that talking about radio how was it firstly to have your song on the radio and how did that yeah how did, how, did, how did that happen well that was just in my um i guess my press blast like yeah. six weeks out i think i think it only happened i sent a lot of emails to a few radio stations um but this was Lockie from shout out to Lockie from 2rrfm shout out lock <laughs> he he was I, I sent him an email i think it was one of the ones i sent an email to at first i don't think they responded because it was it was a very difficult time in terms of me promoting because 
my release was coming out on the 14th of January mm-hmm. and then you've also got Christmas and you've got New Year included. Yeah, 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 of course. So it was a very difficult time frame to kind of navigate in terms of when to approach these people. Yeah, yeah. But Lockie, um, I sent him an email and then he like got back to me I think like a week later it was just a random thing he just popped in, popped in my inbox and he was like, yeah, oh, I like, really, really like the song. Um, we'll give it a play on Thursday. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's one of those That's things. Easy. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, if you get their attention, it's just, it's so easy. And he, um... Was this the first time that you, um... As a first radio play... That you, like, tried to get on? First time you, like, applied Tried for, to get on radio. Yeah, yeah. tried to get on radio. And then he, he, he hosts this show on, um, 2RRFM, yep. based in Henley, like, in Ride. They're, they're, yep. they're, yeah. They have, they have this show called Freshly Squeezed, which mm. is like a show for like home and emerging Aussie talent. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, oh, they have a playlist on Spotify as well, don't they? They have a playlist on Spotify as well. Yeah. So as soon as you get played on that, you get out to that playlist. playlist. Yep, yep, yep. So that's like... a, a, a though These radio things, it's more of a community to tap into. If you're tapping into like, you know, an emerging Australian, mm-hmm. you know, community or radio channel, and you're also getting added to those playlists, then that's where like guys... Well, first of all, like guys from, you know, these blogs go and yeah. try and find people as well. Yeah. People from like unearthed, like, you know, labels. And they, 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 they look at, they try and look at local talent. They, they look at places like these. So that's why it's really good to tap into those types of communities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and he played, yeah, it was very, it was very, it was, yeah, like I guess the first radio play, it was kind of like um, mm-hmm. the song just came on. It's it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like random because there was a song before me and there was no gap in between. It just kind of came on. And then, like, um, after that, he, like, gave me a massive rap. He was like, that's a brand new track from Zuso. Like, Shout out to Zuso. Love, love the slow-burning energy and the slow-burning Oh, really? Wow. Vibes. Like, wow, that's awesome. I gave it a full rap, and I was like, yeah. Wow. And then um, I, got, I got another radio play a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, on, that's the one I know about. Yeah. On FBI. FBI. Um, I, I know one, one of the hosts there um, did my course that I did on Ableton. Yeah, yeah. And she's now doing this, but... She had the graveyard shift and she played my song at like, I think it was like one something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm up then anyway. But (laughs) um, yeah, so that was cool as well. But um, it's really cool. So like that's just part of it. You've got your radio. That's part of your press box and all the emails you send. It's just like endless. Because even in the six weeks in between, then you've kind of got the countdown to the deadline of your release day, a part of your release. And and you're still sending emails and you're still doing all Mm -hmm. that types of stuff. And then even once the release is out, you've still got another six weeks after that you're yeah. still going to be promoting the track even once yeah, it's yeah. out. So you, you can still be sending it to radio, still send it to blogs yeah, and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And for the blogs, um, I got on a, a couple actually. That's what I was about to ask you next. Yeah. So that was just a part of my, I guess, my emailing. Like, yeah, it, well now you search, like, you search up Zuso on the internet. It's it comes like, up with the blog. Comes and, up, and, and that's really the whole good. first page is just you. Yeah, and that's really good in terms of like Google and their algorithm. Yeah. In terms of driving, um, you know, more traffic to you, as well. And like some good stuff. Here. I'm just I'm having a look now. Yeah. Zuso Sound Design is also a gem. Zuso Sound Design. Yeah. <laughs> um, track is much more than listening experience. It's energy and positive that will flow through you like a bomb. Yeah. So. How do you feel about that? Like being like realistically you're able to be googled and there's articles about yeah. you it's talking so, about how it's all positive like this one here is like a very positive article there's not one negative thing I can see yeah well the reason the reason has like, your real name as well look at that yeah that's my name yeah, yeah. well like um, when you approach these um, blogs and yeah. same with radio guys there's mm-hmm. a thing that I had to do all myself so I had to make my own EPK and there's also a thing called a press release yeah, yeah. and press release is 
basically a, another document that you have just like a word doc whatever yeah. it is of the song mm-hmm. and what it is and you got to best describe it you yeah. know and then you send it you, you have all your socials attached you have everything about the song and about you in, in that press release yeah, yeah and that's what you send out to these blogs and radio guys yeah, so yeah. when they open it um obviously they're writers mm-hmm. but they will um they'll kind of base the, the their piece that they're writing off my press release that I've sent yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you send that to them. That's another thing you got to do in yeah. advance. Make your own press release. Yeah. But... Um, it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. And Melt Like Gold was like a crazy kind of, yeah. kind of process for all of this stuff. And, yeah. and usually artists have a team of people that do this, which is PR agencies, which I'll, I'll get into yep. later because I've, I've actually got a team of people for my next release, which is really oh, cool. yes. Who are helping me out. Yep. So... Um, yeah, like I guess you you know in the moment when when you get um you know on the blog and they they go yeah we'll we'll write about you like yes but then yeah. it's, it's not actually until you act, you actually post a blog and you're like oh that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, do they put these articles out like when you release the song? Or yeah, so I think it's like you know within release day or um you know within that week within that week yeah of being released great. they're like comparing me to like other artists like Rufus Rufus as well right that's great they're being compared take so, it that's sick yeah so yeah I guess that's just all part of the back of hard yeah. work but then again you look at like I got four or five blogs yeah off the back of I reckon like over a hundred <laughs> emails mate four is better than nothing you know what yeah. I mean it's good and the radio play like I was happy if I got on at least one or two radio like one radio and I got on one radio which is good yeah FBI radio as well mm-hmm. that's cool um, and yeah and then you just it's just a never ending thing it's just promoting emails promoting emails just LinkedIn is really yep. good I, I use that a lot like I, I never used to use it but then I used it um, and, and that's where I met you build connections within yeah. the industry and that's where I met these guys from Melbourne that have helped me a lot. They gave me all the Triple J hosts like emails. Oh, really? They gave me a lot of the radio contacts as oh, well. Oh, wow, perfect. Are these the guys that, that you're working with the next one or is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I've kind of developed a relationship yep. up with them which is, you've got, you got to be smart like that in terms of when, when you, um, you know, have someone like that. You know, I've got their, like his phone number. Like, yeah, I had yeah. a phone call with him on Monday morning yeah, yeah. talking about the, you know, PR campaign yeah, yeah. that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I reached out to him like like last year, like start of November, yeah, yeah, end yeah. of October. Yep. On LinkedIn, on the same day, sent him a message. I was like, I'd love to learn more about your company, like what you guys do in terms of supporting emerging artists. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that like 10 minutes later, he goes, yeah, sweet. Are you down for a chat at oh, free? Oh, wow. So I had a phone call with him. And then um, from that point onwards, we've just been developing a relationship. And yep. then I was actually approached by a PR company from... UK yeah, yeah, yeah. my last release they yep. found me on a blog yep. which I guess is good in a way because I've been getting emails of people finding me on blogs yeah, sending yeah. me saying look I like your song blah 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 but you got to be really careful about who you pick yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people in this industry that just want to fuck you over as well yeah so mate I could say that yeah so um, like yeah so these guys approached me I had a meeting with them they're from the UK I was think I was considering it because I've got a release coming up I obviously I was really happy with what I did with Melt Like Gold there was a mm. lot of work yeah yeah and I was a bit concerned because I obviously got uni starting up as well no, no, I'm not going to have as much time to promote yeah, yeah. do all this stuff 
So having a team of people come on would be would be helpful. So will they like? Will you like give them your socials? Will they post on your socials? Yeah. And stuff well, like that? well, they found me. I think on a blog. These guys from the UK. They found me on yeah. a blog, and then I had a meeting with them, like with one of the A and Rs from their team. Which yeah. A and Rs is like an artist and repertoire. These guys are like people who are also a part of labels, also yeah. part of, I guess, these PR agencies. Yep. Their jobs to go out and you know find artists yeah, and yeah. for their company. Yep. Um. So. Yeah, like I was, I was considering them, and then you know they were asking for a like significant amount of money, um, which which they pay. do. Why do they want? They should just take a percentage of your yeah sales or something. Yeah, but anyway, they um they they were asking like three and a half grand. Jesus so Christ! So I checked um with Anthony. Like I sent him an email. Like Anthony's like the guy from Melbourne. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I sent him an email and um. And it's good to have like a connection there that you can always come in and check. And these guys are like relatively, I guess, small. They're, yeah. they're not like you know, they're not there to fuck you over. And you can kind of feel that in terms yeah, of yeah. who you're well, talking to. One. Yeah, and you're just gonna go off yourself, like your conscious, like mm-hmm. subconscious, and just your gut feeling in terms of mm-hmm. what's here. And I was a bit on the rails in terms of um, you know, these guys from the UK because, you know. Why, why it is a good risk, and it's a risk you're gonna have to take eventually in terms of one of these PR agencies. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of the money they were asking, and also in terms Ridiculous. of they're based in the UK and they're, not, they're, not, they're not focusing particularly on the Australian music scene. Yeah, yeah. That's what, um, like Anthony said in his email, and I said, look, I agree. And then he said, look, we're offering a, um, a PR campaign for selected clients um, yep. that we know uh, that's like way more price effective, like, mm-hmm. um, like 500 bucks, I think. Oh wow! So um, and like and we'll be focusing a lot more on um, you know the Aussie kind of music scene as yeah, well yeah. as overseas. But yeah, look, yeah. I think it'll be something you know to consider. Yeah, first, and, yeah, yeah. And, and then I had a phone call with him on Monday morning, and then we you know, we sent the agreement over, and we, it's all done. So we're, we're getting okay, yeah. So right. we're getting we're, that's for the next release. Yep. Again, there's no certainty about these PR yeah, yeah. agencies because like you can't. Um, I guess. For their, they're doing the same thing, really. Like, they're sending all these emails to all these people. Yeah. Like all these radio guys, like, all these people. And, like, they might not get responses either. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's kind of like, there's no guarantees. But, like, there is a guarantee there that they might be more likely to respond to an agency mm-hmm. that they know or, like, that these yeah. people know. And that, yeah. you know, yeah, you can grow from there. And you, mm-hmm. you'll probably grow more if mm-hmm. you're with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, has any record labels approached you? And, what, like, what's that process like? Yeah, well, I've been approached by a few, um, but the thing is with record labels, and this is the thing where I guess the guys from Melbourne really helped me out when I had a phone call, the first yeah, phone yeah. call with him, because he was an artist, mm-hmm. and he's been through all this in terms of getting like a manager and obviously looking at record labels and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been approached by a few that obviously I hadn't heard of when I, they'd approached me, and then mm-hmm. it, just by that, you're just a bit like, uh, because... Um, I don't know. The thing is, with record labels, and when when I approach or like they approach me, or if I approach them, mm-hmm. I guess I, I I don't want to rush into a deal or something like that because mm-hmm. I guess I'm learning all this stuff while I'm going on, like in terms of promoting my music and yeah, I'm yeah. learning all of the ins and outs of that. Yeah, you're so young w- in the game. W- when when I am approached by a label, I like have everything in order in terms yeah, yeah. of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. And then like you know, I don't like I'm not going to be bullied into like getting a deal mm-hmm, or something like mm-hmm. that so you don't want to be forced into it you know no I mean? yeah like labels are great labels yeah. are great and and there's a few labels that i have 
on my radar but if, yeah. if i get these guys who are just kind of like you know when a label approaches you um you obviously look them up and you look up their um i guess their instagram and their socials and stuff like that and how many followers they have yeah and if, if it's not like doing the job then you just like oh well, you're not going to take the risk there yeah, yeah of course when you can literally like there's no need because you can do just as good a job yourself in, mm-hmm. unless they're like a big label like mm-hmm. i guess you know teamwork records for example mm-hmm. or like you know there's a whole bunch of them like future classic nlv like there's yeah. all there's a lot of labels mm-hmm. which, which are good but yeah, like yeah. i think that's just something i'm, I'm not going to rush into and i'm pretty relaxed about yeah, yeah, yeah fair and enough. i'm not um and when they're not when an opportunity arises on there when it's right mm-hmm. in terms of the label mm-hmm. um well so what, what what is like so they like pitch you be like what is it? What really is the difference between a label and independent, like in your opinion? Because obviously, well, you, well, as an independent artist, you're yeah. everything yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A label, um, they do the pitches, they do yeah. everything for oh, you. Oh, okay. So all this, like, yeah. Yeah. They'll, um, they'll upload the song. So w- mm. w- when you upload the song to Spotify, whatever it is, you'll notice that it's usually under a record label name. And yeah, you'll yeah. see that down the bottom there. Yeah, yeah. So th- th- they'll do all your marketing plan for you. They'll do everything for you, basically. But then they take all your money. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they, they get like do, percentage they, or they something. They take a percentage. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a pro- like you'd have a contract involved or whatever. Yeah, of course. But, like that's where it is good. That's yeah. where it is good. And obviously, you'll get a lot more recognition, a lot more yeah. attention when you're with the label. Of course. And obviously, that'll lead to hopefully more. Um, yeah, you know, getting more performances and gigs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And with gigs, any gigs coming up, like. Any any local the, any local clubs that we're going to see Zeus at? There's some in the works. I'm, yeah. I'm working on them because I've kind of been um, obviously focusing on this last yeah, release. Yeah, it's been like crazy. Me doing it all. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, I, I, usually artists have a manager for yeah, starters, yeah. and they'll have like a team of people, yeah, yeah. like a talent agent, who will get you performances gigs and gigs and stuff. And stuff yeah, but yeah. like, you know, when, when you're an independent, you got to do this all yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you're balancing all the stuff yourself. Yeah, you're not stopping. So um, I guess that's the next step. Now mm. that I've got. I guess a PR agency helping out with my next release. I yeah. can kind of, you know, still going to do my own stuff there, but I don't have to do focus as much attention on that. I can now then look to focus on getting gigs, especially with restrictions being dropped and stuff yeah, now. Like how good I. And yeah, I'm working on some live sets, which is which is like what I, you know, really want to do as well. Yeah. 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 So next this year you'll you'll see a few so gig coming up. Oh. I expect everyone to be there. Mate, everybody, the Facebook and the Instagram posts will be it'll be yeah. shared all over the story. Yeah. I will or, you, or you could come to my bush tour. Oh, mate, we're going. <laughs> next bush tour, I'm fucking coming 100%. Yeah. We don't know if I have to drive out, out that way. Only, yeah, and very far away. It's such a trip. It's really far, yeah. Um, but um, what what inspires you to still want to make music? Why? What? What? Is, you know, you get up every morning, you're like, I want to still make it. Why? I don't know, like, I don't know, just the love of it. I just like... It's your passion. The feeling you get, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can't describe it. Like, yeah, yeah. Or, like or when I've been DJing, even the same thing when you're performing live. Yeah. And you play a song, and you have everyone on the dance floor, and you're like, people are singing yeah, at the yeah. top of their lungs, like, yeah, everyone's having a good time. It's like it just gives you goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's the same with creating, like when you come up with an idea or something that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like such a good feeling. Like yeah. it's a feeling you just can't explain. Mm-hmm. And then in the terms of just, I don't know, like when you love something so much, you're just like, uh, want to get back to it, keep doing it. Yeah. You just keep doing it no yeah, matter no, how shit you. it is to you. Yeah. Like no matter, enough, no matter how much stuff fails, yeah, like you, enough, just, you just keep, yeah. And, um, next one, what is it like? 
So what is it with the what is it like with the money with money with the music? Yeah. Is it like all so example you get a thousand streams, you make a certain a dollar or something like? How does that all yeah, work? Yeah, well, so each stream, like each time someone plays a song, it's like a quarter of a cent. <laughs> fuck play, it So it's fuck all. But the way that this works, and this is what I'm yeah. targeting for, is that, um, you know, and this is, there was a good article written on this. Like when you're, um, for me, you know, you want to try and develop, and I'm in the process of doing that now by obviously tapping into these radio yeah. communities and developing my audience. Of course. You want to develop a thousand true fans like a thousand true loyal yeah, fans yeah yeah right and these are the fans that will go anywhere to watch you play you only need a thousand i mean yeah. like obviously if you go i want like a hundred i want millions of yeah, people yeah. Oh, my of course, music. You of know, course. Well, that's great but that's not realistic yeah, you gotta be yeah. realistic here thousands yeah. are good like that's that's doable very doable very doable very doable you can get a thousand people listening to your music or just like a thousand true fans they'll go yeah. anywhere to watch you yeah They'll support whatever content you're putting out in terms mm. of you, whatever, like merch, yep. whatever it is. You want to try and develop that relationship. So you've got, realistically, if you've got a thousand people and they're buying your tickets and they're also, you know, obviously buying your merch, listening mm -hmm. to your music, they're, um, you know, getting involved in maybe competitions or Q&As, whatever you might be having on Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff, these types of things that you're trying to develop relationships yeah, yeah, with yeah. them. Um, you'll be looking at maybe like a hundred dollars like profit of each and every single one oh, okay. of them. Okay. All those things come into yeah, yeah. account. Yeah, yeah. And then these are like, yeah, so like those are true fans. Yeah. So that you're getting, um, and they'll do, like, as I said, they'll do anything yeah, that yeah. you, like they'll like diehard fans. Yeah. yeah. So $100 profit of each um, fan. And then you'll be looking at, you know, a thousand people. And then in a year, that's a hundred thousand oh, dollars, which wow. is like, it's okay. It's a living for most people. Yeah, yeah. But take that. But but that's a um. But that's like a more realistic way in looking at it in terms of not just focusing yeah. on streams. Then you've also got brand um, partnerships, yeah, and yeah. brand collabs that look. Shout out to Chloe Swim Club. Zuzu is number one. Yeah, Chloe. Chloe Swim Club. Um, Lovely photo the other day, by the way. Yeah, it was like we didn't even take. It was the most randomest photo. <laughs> ever. Anyway, um, that's right. we. Yeah, so 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 you look at it more like that. I mean, even the biggest artists now they don't make a lot of their money off streams yeah, yeah. you make fuck all money off streams like you do make i mean if you if you're looking at maybe like the weekend for example i was looking at it i think a couple of days ago i think he makes like th three million a year off streams which is very good it's good yeah it's <laughs> good but he probably makes <laughs> but, mate but 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 you'd, but you'd expect more yeah you would to be fair because you don't actually make that much money off streams so you make no. money off you know obviously you're performing those loyal fans yeah, that are engaging yourself, with what yeah. you're doing and then you know you're looking at that and then um also your brand partnerships and uh, like that you might get mm -hmm. in the future and then when, if you sign with a label or you sign yeah. with a PR agency they might get you some more like a brand partnership or something like that and you might get paid for that you mm -hmm. also might get paid for getting on an advertisement or like we're talking about mm -hmm. TV or film yeah yeah getting paid to you know, you know gigging as well you yeah. get a certain amount there as well okay. so there's a number of ways there's a number of avenues you can make money especially yeah. online as well you can also you know, make beats for other people. That's a way to do it as well. Have you done that? I haven't done that, no. Would you just, want to? Not really. Yeah. But like, um, there's mixing and mastering engineers, which is like what you do when you, when your song is done, you send it off to get mixed and mastered. mastered yeah. yeah. So there's guys online that do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got like, I've got a good relationship with the guy online that he, he's from America. He does all my stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so that, I guess that's, I guess that's a good way to kind of look at it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I so you're telling you've been telling us you know how you're making um the new songs coming out yeah. soon 
And then uh, we talked off when we, we stopped recording for a second. We were talking about how you got an EP. So what's this EP like? Yeah. What do you have any ideas what it's called yet? Or I have the name. Well, the name's been done for. A we year. keeping that confidential. Keeping that confidential. We'll keep it confidential. It comes out. Mm-hmm. But um, like yeah, look, so, so the aim is I have I, I made a lot of songs during lockdown. Yeah, so yeah. I was productive. Which mm. is very great. great. Yeah, to be. Um, so I have I've had these songs done for the past three four months. Oh shit. Have been done, but it's just kind of been like you know I've been promoting Melt Like Gold. It's mm-hmm. been you know it's a long process. You're kind of looking long term. Mm-hmm you know, into kind of structuring this year out and mm-hmm. when these releases are going to drop mm-hmm. and also in terms of when I'm going to be performing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, um, yeah, so look, um, my next release is going to be out, I'll say it's going to be out within the next month or so, so keep an eye out. Oh. Um, that, that's the one I'm bringing my team on. So the date's been set for ages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out in March. It's coming out in March. So, um, yeah. Everybody, look, early March? Can you give the exact date or not? I can't give the exact date. Okay. So early, <laughs> early or... I'll end? say like, yeah, like... Yeah, like first few weeks in March. First few weeks, yeah. okay. Be on the lookout, everybody. Yeah, so, um, and that's when I brought on a team. So this is mm-hmm. like the first time I'm working with a team of people, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. This release is um, very, I'll say it's called Atlas. Like oh. Atlas, yeah. So Sick name. It's a very, yeah, it's a very, I guess, cool track. It's it's different to Mount Like Gold. Mm-hmm. Similar sounds are used. Mm-hmm. It's got more, I guess, deep house grooves, you'd yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very kind of, I guess, atmospheric kind of, track as well mm-hmm. um that's cool but yeah so th- that's that's coming out in march that's the second tr- well that is like the second track of the ep obviously my like goals the first so the way it's going about is that they're going to be released individually yeah yep. um and yeah hopefully i'll like it'll be interesting to see hopefully we'll get some more success off yep. this release then now i've got a team of people helping me yep so um they're gonna hope yeah so then yeah and then it's basically kind of like looking towards the future so there's four tracks in the EP mm-hmm. um, and all of them are done mm-hmm. um, and they're all going to be yeah, it's all going to be out this year so that's going to be out this year looking hopefully first half of the year and the second half of the year um, I'm working on a few songs currently great which will be done hopefully and they'll be out towards the end of the year yeah, yeah. So. awesome have you thought about like album plans like are you going to yeah we're going to see the uh, feature was it fe- what did they say like so, album um, what's it called oh god Debut, debut, debut album, album, debut album. Yeah. Anyways. Look, um, I've thought about it a few times, but mm. I don't know. I'm gonna wait until I. Um, no rush, to be fair. Yeah, no rush. I'm gonna wait until I, I guess, grow a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, fair enough. I'll know when the time's right. Yeah, album. mate. Yeah. Fair enough. I respect it. I respect the hustle. Yeah. And I respect the grind. Um, so we actually that just thought of me something. So with hustling and grinding. Yeah. Are you or what? Are you obsessed with the hustle and grind, like especially with the music shit? Like, would you say you're like, you know, you wake up, oh, I gotta fucking promote this, this, and this. I've gotta do this and this and this. A big example with me for like the podcast is that yeah. I'm always, I might be not doing it, but I'm either planning for the next person mm. or like, yeah, um, I write my questions like what I, what all this is based on. Yeah, you know what I mean? definitely. Um, yeah, I'm very motivated. Yeah, that's um, who you want to be. I um, respect like, it a lot. Oh, like, like just the melt like gold like I've literally was just just hustling for fucking 12 weeks <laughs> good man but good um man. yeah it's one of those things where I try not to think about it a lot yeah. I just do um I just try not to focus on yeah like uh, with me if I focus on one particular thing yeah and focus on that thing really really hard um 
that thing's like my like that's everything like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about that wherever I am about different things yeah, yeah. and what I'm going to do next mm-hmm. and um, at the same time you've got to be friendly to yourself because um, of course you know um, I, you put a lot of pressure on yourself and you want to yeah. kind of push yourself really really hard yeah but um, you've got to kind of just look at it and break it down into yeah. different steps and, and have little goals in terms of what you want to reach and how you can and have and understand how you're going to reach those yeah, yeah. and take those little steps to kind of reach them mm-hmm. and that's what I'm doing at the moment in terms of you know obviously getting these radio plays I knew like getting on blogs yeah, yeah. reaching out to people on LinkedIn connecting with people yeah these all develop to a long term kind yeah. of thing and um, and you're always developing that constantly yeah with that have you ever had have you had any stages of burning out you would say or you know Um, it's just got pressure's got too much and you just needed to take like three months off or a month off you know a couple weeks off yeah honestly um i have yeah but it was it was it was was interesting because i don't anymore really i just love it yeah fair enough but but the reason why is because like i'll say quickly here a few people already know about it. I started doing Wim Hof. It's like this breathing yeah, yeah, meditation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about that. And yeah. And that's just helped me so much in terms yeah. of just, I don't know. Like, it's crazy when you do this consistently for so yeah, long yeah. that you don't, that's that like anxiety on like kind of in terms of what you're going to do. It's not, it's no longer there and you just kind of do. And then you obviously, you, fit, you made physically active and you train. Yeah, and of you course. Do all these things. To, yeah. You know, staying physically in shape and then that'll help. Mm-hmm your mindset mm-hmm. enormously in terms of what you want to achieve and you're very kind of you know motivated to achieve what you want to achieve yep. and you know doing this like you, you kind of you just know like it's yeah, just yeah. kind of you pick up on different like energies and stuff yeah. in terms of you know when you do these meditations and you just know that this is what you're in the game to do mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough there's eh? nothing else I mean like I'm still at uni but like I'm still at uni, obviously. Like, what are you more. doing at uni, by the way? I'm doing marketing. Mar- oh, okay. I've well, taught f- myself more. Fucking perfect. I've taught myself more from doing all of this yeah, individually yeah. than I have learnt my whole two years at uni. <laughs> Mate, it's pathetic. <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just amazing. So. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like at uni I still haven't, I've learnt stuff and I read new stuff because I'm like, I'm obsessed uh, yeah. with advertising. I've taught myself so much from just doing all this. So well, it's, it's just good. kind of like self-teaching and just self-pushing and just knowing that this is what you want to do mm-hmm. and you just got to keep doing it. Well, mate, enough about the music stuff. Let's move on to the ten. Yeah, the 10. The, the 10. 10. The yeah. famous 10. That is not so famous. We're going to have to get the trademarks though. <laughs> um, so first one, tell us about your recent social media posts. You can go your personal account or Zeus account. Uh, well, I don't use my personal yeah. account. You I really don't anymore. anymore, eh? I just focus on my Zeus account. So. I, mean, I mean, personal accounts are great, but I just think like, nah. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I've got my, I'm, I'm trying to promote my Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, that was my last post was the Chloe Swim Club yep. post. So shout out to Chloe yeah. Swim Club. Shout out again. Bloody hell, Alex Bowser, you're getting all the shout outs today, aren't you, mate? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's also important to um, something that I've picked up on, like these, you know, growing brands, you mates, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyone who's going in out and starting a brand, yeah. you need to support them as yeah. much as you can because they, they want the same thing that you're, like you want, like what mm-hmm. you're in, this, in the game to do. And it's important to go and do brand collabs with them, especially like on Instagram and stuff. You, you want to help them grow. Mm-hmm. We see it helps you as well. Oh, it does. Just develop relationships. Works both ways, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and who's your biggest inspiration? This can be musically or it just could be in life. Biggest inspiration? Yeah. I don't know, actually. Um, I say for music, probably 
like Flume, I guess. Flume, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rufus the Soul as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of just like Kanye is pretty cool. Oh my boy. Do you love my boy Kanye? Yeah. See his body Instagram the last couple of days. Actually, yeah. pathetic. I'm watching his doco. Oh mate, is it any good? Yeah, I watched the first episode. It's pretty good. I'll give it a watch. Oh mate. Mate, sorry, there's people screaming in the background, guys. Yeah. Um, here's a fun one. What is your worst drunk experience? Chase. All right. Um, <laughs> They're fun ones. <laughs> I'll have to think about this. Even yeah. though I probably can't think about it because I would have been drunk. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be remembered. I wouldn't be able to recall yeah. much. Um, schoolies was pretty loose, but like mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I, I think I've been worse. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, because like I was just you just drunk all the time yeah. in schoolies. It didn't even matter. Yeah, do you have any like funny like funny stories from schoolies? No, no, no. Drink. Yeah, drink. I think um, I, I haven't been drunk for a long time. I'm not gonna lie, but I, he's I think, just all about the craft. I respect yeah. it. I respect <laughs> the grind, mate. Uh, I've um, like I think. I might have been like a year or a couple of years ago. It was yeah, back yeah. when the sheaf was, you know. Oh, mate, the famous sheaf. The famous sheaf. Bloody hell. And I think I was out yeah. at something beforehand. I think I was at Watson's Bay Hotel. I was at, I was at something. God, I love Watson's Bay Hotel. So, um, and then we had a few drinks and then we ended up going to the sheaf. Yep, as you do. And that was that night. And then I went in there, I got a beer and I got a, a couple of vodka sodas. Yeah, yep, good man. Um... And you know, obviously, I'd been drinking all day, so I was, I was a bit, I was, I was good. Like after that point, I was like, I was good. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so. So disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I think someone or I just shouted a bunch of people some shots. No. I don't even know what happened. And then I think they shouted me shots. And then all of a sudden, we're at the bar. Yeah. And we're just down in all these fucking shots, and then like, <laughs> I've gone. Oh no! Like. This isn't good. I'm in no good state at the moment yeah. like, after this. <laughs> and then I like I was like, all right, okay. I've had like I like was fucking seen. Yeah. Stuff. I had, I went to the bathroom. And you know when you go to the bathroom, and you do that stare. You look in the mirror, and you're just seeing stars. Your face yeah, yeah. is fucking spinning yeah, around. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. like, I am in no good state here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just like locked myself in the cubicle. <laughs> For like 20 minutes I think I was like Sleeping on the wall And this was like Disgusting Because you know The sheep Oh my sheep is putrid Was this the one Downstairs as well Yeah Oh they're horrible And I bet I just was like Too dysfunctional To even like Just care Yeah fair enough So I was like Sleeping there And like Just yeah And then I came out I I don't remember I was just Very Very drunk (laughs) And then Yeah It was was, A doozy Clearly a doozy. Um, the next one. Who was... I don't know. This is a weird one. Who was your first celebrity crush? First celebrity crush? Yeah. I don't actually, like... Or do you have a celebrity crush? I, I have. I, I do now, I'd uh, say. Tell I'd us. say Zendaya. Oh, mate. She's unreal. Yeah. She's unreal. I started watching a bit of Euphoria. Oh, mate. That show is cracked, I've heard. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a bit, it's, it's very strange, but it's um, okay. Mate, I've heard. Spider-Man was great. Oh, it was unreal. Spider-Man was great, maybe. But it's uh, Zendaya, yeah. This one's easy. But, uh, what's your favorite activity to do? We've just spoke about it for like two hours. Easy. I'd imagine. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, the best place you've ever traveled to? And then with that question, what's the one place you want to perform at? The country I'm talking. What's the country you love to? Or like a city, you know what I mean? Um, or Spain. I mean, Europe. 
been in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm my my family's Spanish, so we went to Spain. Oh, Espanol. Yeah, so we went to Spain in 2015. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Probably the best place that I really liked is Asturias. It's like up north, north yeah, yeah. of Spain. It's uh-huh. a region up there. Uh-huh. Um, and my dad's from Gijón. Gijón. Which is like just near. Um, it's kind of near Asturias. Uh-huh. Like uh, near yeah, Oviedo. Oviedo is the main city, and then yeah. Asturias is the region. Uh-huh. Um, and that was really cool. We went okay. there. That was like it was really kind of just I don't know, traditional Spanish. Yeah, it was yeah. Just really nice and cool. That's mad. In terms of where I want to play at, Tomorrowland. Oh, that would be unreal. Yeah, that's the that's the big big big. Well, there's so many. Europe is mate. You got fucking what? Yeah, Tomorrowland, Glastonbury. What else is there? Um, it was, it was like worldwide, like Ultra. That was the first Ultra. The first festival I ever went to was Ultra Music. Oh, you been to Ultra? There was one in Australia. Oh, they. Was, oh, really? It was before lockdown. It was crazy. Oh, really? So, like, this is when COVID just hit in 2020. Yeah, it's like what February something. Yeah, and then yeah. we went to um, Ultra. Like a week before everything shut down, and it was like the best thing ever. Oh it was wow! Parramatta, DJ Snake, Zed. Oh like, really? Oh, actually, Afrojack. I think it was like Sunset Bros. It was like it was yeah, like yeah. there's three different stages. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. it was really yeah. Good. That's the only festival I've been to because it's been like Man, I've never been to one on and off with COVID, but Ultra definitely was a sick festival. Mm-hmm. Something I really want to go. Yeah. And then this one, what are your goals for the next year or two? That can be in life or music. Start with music and then life goals. Yeah, after. music. Um, well, I guess just keep growing. I mean, just keep grinding. Yeah. Definitely performing more. I'm yeah. performing more. Getting live gigs, getting live venues, be mm-hmm. DJing. I want to get better at DJing. Mm-hmm. EP's coming out. Obviously, that's the goal. Big EP, let's go. I want to at least, you know, by the end of the year, grow my Spotify monthly listeners to like 100, 115,000 monthly listeners. Yeah, yeah. I feel it's doable because yeah. you know if you're still trying to hack that Spotify algorithm, yeah, yeah. you get into a creative. What, what do you have currently? It's only like a thousand or yeah, two thousand. But, but that's mate, just yeah. as long as you keep what, 100%, I could yeah. see that happening. But um, yeah, and I guess like try and ho- hack the Spotify algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely get more um, live gigs. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, work on some new music. Yeah. Um, potentially look to have a manager by the end of the year. Yeah. Man- Would- knows the industry well. Yeah. Well, anyone that I feel could help me. If any managers want to reach out, um, hit them up on Instagram. If there's any music managers that want to help me, or just anyone who knows, who think they could potentially help, yep, hit us up. Then um, hit me up, hit and it. we could we can work together. Hit that boy Zeus up. The thing is with a manager, it's it's very important. It's different because different to labels and um, I guess PR agents and stuff yeah. like that because you want you have a really good relationship, like yeah, a direct of relationship of with course. them. Of course. Like you, you you don't want to convince them in a way. Yeah, yeah. To you know come on board. You know you've got to both be on the same page. So exactly. It's very important to consider that mm-hmm. as well and obviously yeah um i mean i set i wrote these goals out at the beginning of the year and it was like to get on the radio and some of them have already been achieved no, so, that's insane guess, so um probably yeah continue to be pushing on radio yeah, look yeah. for those triple j and triple j on earth plays really try and yeah push on 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 earth there yeah, yeah. um and yeah continue to develop more connections on linkedin and with the pr agencies like i've already got with um, yeah. upcoming release i guess Man. music yeah and where do you see yourself in five years? Horrible question, but curious. Five years. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, honestly, like doing this, I think. Like it's, it's, I, I just can't see anything else. <laughs> like <laughs> Fair enough. I, there's no other vision. I think I'll, I'll be, um, I'll be, would have worked hard to that yeah. point. I'd have a clearer idea of where, where, where mm-hmm. I am. I'll also, I'll, I'll know. Yeah. 
I'll know. This next know. question we've already answered was what is what is your work what are you working on right now? You're working on like the next song and stuff. So, but is there anything yeah. else oh, that you're no. working oh, on? No, no, like the next the next songs the next releases they're already done. Yeah. Is there anything else you're working on that like you know um, people might not know, or that you're allowed to yeah, say, you're allowed yeah. to say? I'm working on a song right now. Yeah. I'm working on a song right now. It's banger <laughs> club club banger oh mate i'm ready for it um so th- that's gonna be out hopefully by the end of the um year yeah like yeah. Uh, like looking long term it's because okay. i've got these other releases yeah, yeah we'll exactly yeah fair, so fair that's enough. gonna be a good release and that's just gonna be a single not gonna be part of the ep or yeah. anything, just a single god i wish this was like yesterday because i know how you would answer this yeah about two days ago what is something you wish was legal in australia two days two days ago we said dance falls open but now what, like something that's legal yeah wish was legal oh, in australia weed. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Fair enough. I I want to start my own weed business. Oh really? Yeah, hundred percent right. legal, weed legal. Bro, Mike yeah. Tyson made like fucking billions off his weed. When they when they make it legal. Oh my, hundred percent. They will. <laughs> we're doing the raised entertainment weed, and then we're gonna have different strains. We're gonna have the um, the episode twelve, the Zuso strain. Oh maybe. right, yeah. We're gonna have Zuso Zuso strain. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the uh, next thing we have is called this week's WZL. So, as in, a win you've taken this week, and then a loss you've taken this week. A win I've taken this week. And then I'm. I'm. This is the only thing I'm part of the whole, the whole thing. So you, a win I've taken this week yeah. in terms of like life, anything, life. Mate, anything. Yeah. All right, a win I've taken this week, I guess, was. I had that phone call Monday morning, yeah. first thing with the PR agency, yeah, and yeah. we spoke about the next coming upcoming track, and we signed the agreement, and it's all good, and we've sorted out the campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a big win. A massive win. I guess a loss. Um, I was meant to play some golf this week. Ah, I didn't get around to it. Mate. So it was a bit disappointing. So yeah. got tomorrow if you're up to it. Tomorrow, yeah. Maybe. Don't get, don't um, get I'm too. I'm practicing because I'm actually going overseas in July to play golf. Yeah, you're saying the best golf courses. Yeah, yeah. So I need to improve my game. Mate, come on, more. come on. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah. <laughs> my win is oh god, what is my win? What have I done this week? Oh, I mean, this is so like pathetic. But I want the you know Mark Wahlberg. He opened yeah. his burger shop. I went and ate there. Really? Yeah, I was what? in Circle K. We went and ate really? it yesterday. Mark oh, yeah, mate. Was, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. That was unreal. I watched Uncharted the other day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to watch. Don't spoil it. I yeah, to, I'm going to watch it. It was okay. I mean, I just but, like Tom Holland. Yeah, mate, of course. Because also he's a Spurs man. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And Mark Wahlberg is as well. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Tom probably pushing him to make go for the Spurs or something. Yeah, well, just, I mean, we'll, we'll need that. You need as many, mate, you Spurs guys. My L. Oh, yeah, no. The, po- my, the, the other podcast I put out How I fucked the audio up Yeah it was a oh, really? bit of an L And it did shit view wise But it's alright Yeah it is what it is um, Yeah that's about it Oh no So I have this thing called The question of the podcast And what that is Is I, It's a question the viewers You can answer this as well Yeah What do you wish uh, You would have pursued Or maybe What you would have Wished you pursued earlier So um, So for the viewers Comment that in the thing And yeah, then well, for me, I yeah. mean, like, I'm pursuing my music. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been doing that for ages. Yeah. But I guess, um, like, golf again. Like, because yeah. I played heaps of golf when I was younger, and, and then I stopped yeah. for a bit. But yeah. if, I can, if I continue to play it, I'd be, like... Mate, you'd be good if you... Mate, be like, yeah. I'm still, like, I've still got a good natural swing now. Yeah. Just, like, improving. But, yeah, mm. I guess, like, I'm pursuing my, my yeah. thing now. Mate, you're doing... doing it. You're doing good. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Awesome. Um, is there anything else, you, anything you want to shout out? Um, let the people know what's, what's going on. 
Yeah, um, well, Melt Like Gold's out now. You can find it on my Instagram, Zuso underscore music, or just type up ZUSO on Spotify. You'll find me, or Apple Music, whatever it is. Listen to the new track. Any support would be great. The more, the better. Um, new track out next month, which I'm excited about. Um, second track of the EP called Atlas. Um, very, very nice. Slow burning, deep house track. Mm. Very, very, very chilled out type of vibe. So yeah, that's going to be out next month or so. And yeah, keeping out this year, I'm sure I'll make you all aware if there's any events or gigs or anything mm-hmm. coming up. And yeah. yeah, just any support, all the support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that'll be shared on my Instagram if there's any events. So, um, yeah, yeah, sure. Mate, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. I am Sam Fraser, and this is the Re Upload Podcast. Go watch this. This uh, will be up on all socials YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you for coming on. Sweet. I don't know, I clapped it. <laughs>